0: so good to be here. Uh, Pastor Fede forced me to watch some of the services. And of course, when great preacher like Fede forced me, I had to watch. So when I walked into this space, I was already very familiar with some of the faces and some of the decorations and stage. And uh, I've seen Nick leading worship before and he was serving us. Maybe he was thinking that he's taking a break today, but he was helping us setting up, and I saw you raising up one hand to worship while mixing with your iPad with the other hand, so thank you. (laughs) Thank you for going extra mile. (laughs) I'm really happy to be here, uh, to be with Pastor Fede's family, who's dear friends of ours, and also to be with My family, all the friends, everyone who was up on the stage, and some of them um, just joined today, are like uh, family to me. And really honored and um, thankful that I get to be here to worship with you. And I know you are here in person, but also some uh, people are joining online. And I'm also happy, uh, and I feel like um, overdressed today. (laughs) My wife was really surprised this morning. Really, she hasn't seen me dressing up like this probably a year, almost a year. Probably last year, right? End of last year. Um, and I was keep preaching. I was keep leading over Zoom. And when you lead over Zoom, you put PJ on on the bottom, but you dress up nicely on the top. So it's been a while that I dressed up really, like you know, as an entire person. <laughs> So I feel really like overdressed this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm a planner. I like to plan ahead, and I like to plan in advance, and I like long-term planning, which means this year has been disastrous, because nothing worked as I planned. And I had to cancel many things on my calendar or reschedule or attempted to reschedule. In order for plan to work, things have to be reliable. If I'm driving somewhere to meet someone, my car has to be sustainable so it doesn't break down. Or the road condition or weather has to be reliable. If I'm flying somewhere to speak at a conference then the airline has to be reliable. The plane has to depart and arrive on times. So I tend to choose reliable airline. And when plans don't go right, I get frustrated. Raise your hand if you get frustrated when plans don't go. Yes, I see hands. Um, And frustration is sense of being out of control. Do you agree with that? Sense of being out of control. So I've been frustrated a lot this year, to be honest, really. Today's scripture is Psalms 46, and we're going to read the entire book, which only has 11 chapter, eleven verses. And Psalms 46 is a song, and as a songwriter, I think good song, when I look at a song as a songwriter, I think good song must have a good substance, like theological depth. And also, singer has to be able to engage emotionally. And when I look at this Psalm 46, it's a very well-written song, because even if we just read it, there's a deep truth about God, and also reader can engage one's emotion. And in this chapter 46 of Psalm. It talks about the situations that we can be very frustrated, frustrated. Because it talks about the major events that occurs in our life, which put us into out of control situation. So feel free to join me by opening the literal book, Bible, or use your device. Or I believe things, the words will be on the screen. So choose one of the other. First, Psalms 46, uh, verses 2 and 3 talks about natural disasters. Natural disasters. Verse 2, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give away, and the mountain fall into the heart of the sea. Verse 3, Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. So you can imagine, you can picture this earthquake, or ocean riding, storm coming. I have many friends all over the world right now, my friends in Central America, they are dealing with major storms, and disaster, and they're asking me and others to pray join them. And many times, natural disasters or weather condition can really take us into out-of-situation and create frustration. And also, global pandemic can put our lives into out-of-control situation and makes us really frustrated. Another thing is, verse 6, what else can... Mess up our life, other than natural disasters, is man-made disasters. Verse six goes like this: Nations are in uproar; kingdoms fall. When Father asked me to preach this this Sunday, which he asked me a few months ago or a couple months ago, I didn't realize until this week that it was week after the election. Maybe he meant to avoid. (laughs) Wow, it's been really stressful week. Regardless of the party that you support, I believe it's been really stressful week. For many of you, if you're following social media or news media, it's been really stressful week everything that is going on in this country. But that's not all. If you pay to other newses, things are going on in Ethiopia, Kosovo, in China, India. So many things. Political upheaval can really mess up our lives and cause a lot of stress in our life. What caused most frustration in your life? What has caused, what's been causing frustration in your life this year? This psalmist songwriter, very interestingly, put this verse in the middle of natural disaster and political upheaval. Which is, Verse 4 and 5. In the middle of natural disaster and political upheaval. Verse 4 goes like this. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. So I believe this was intentional that psalmist or songwriter put this verse in the middle of natural disaster and man-made disasters. There we see the city of God, which is unmovable and unshakable. And have you seen someone around you in your church, in your family, in your community, during this entire season of global pandemic, who maintains the unanxious presence. That person is not just affected. I mean, that person is not ignorant or careless, but it's not anxious. Have you seen somebody that dwells in the city of God who maintains the unanxious presence? Or who maintains unmovable peace? That person really has deep-rooted peace. Nothing can shake that. Or unshakable joy. How about that? I watched the live stream of the service last week where they preached happiness versus joy. Who are the people that you know, or is it you who maintains unanxious presence unmovable peace, unshakable joy, even in the midst of man-made disasters or natural disasters. How is this even possible? The answer is in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength. Those who take refuge in God, those who gain strength from God can maintain unanxious presence, unmovable peace, unshakable joy in the midst of all these disasters. A few years ago, I had a chance to visit Germany and in towns called Eisenach, and here a Korean guy trying to pronounce German, <laughs> Eisenach, uh, I Happened to visit this castle. Can you show me, uh, show us the first photo, if it's available, um, in town of Eisenach. Um, I happened to visit this castle. Whenever it's ready, it will be appearing on the screen. So this is very old castle. Um, we can look at this as a fortress. Um, is at least 1,000 years old. This castle is well known for many different reasons, but one of the reasons this castle is really known for is it was a hiding place for one of the reformers named Martin Luther. When he was running from the threat, death threat, from the Catholic Church, he was hiding in this castle little shorter than a year, about 10 months, in the year of 1521 to 1522. And I happened to visit the room where the reformer Martin Luther was hiding during that time. Can you show us the next photo? Um, It was intentional that I'm in this photo, so (laughs) to prove that, I actually went, I I think I'm wearing the same jacket. That was not intentional. (laughs) It was a tiny room that Martin Luther was hiding in this gigantic fortress so that no one can find him. The room was really tiny and there was nothing but just a desk and table. There he took refuge and strength. In this forced quarantined space, where he couldn't get out. So if you look at the picture, the portrait of Martin Luther, he has this grown beard. Um, He had to disguise himself. He had to change his name to someone else or disguise himself to safely hide in that little tiny room. And that room was really hard to find. It was back in the corner. I had to walk and climb multiple, multiple stairs. The interesting thing is while he was taking refuge in this tiny room in a forced quarantine period of time, he translated ancient Greek into German New Testament. In less than 10 weeks, he translated entire New Testament which became a really popular German -German translation during that time. How was that even possible? during the forced quarantine, he took refuge in God and he received strength from the Lord. Not only that, if you um, show me the last photo, this hymn, Mighty Fortress is Our God, is a very well-known hymn um, written by Martin Luther. Maybe some of you know it. And this entire hymn was written based on Psalms 46, which is the same text that we're reading and studying right now. And some people say probably Martin Luther was inspired by the time he was hiding in the fortress in the castle of Wartenberg. Maybe he's recalling his experience when he was hiding in that tiny room. God was his fortress. And if you look at verse 7 of Psalms 46, it says, The Lord Almighty is with, me, with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Here comes the image of fortress. In, in the fortress, you take refuge and also you have strength. So those who take refuge in God receive strength. Because God becomes our fortress. And many times, at least in my experience, God doesn't rescue us immediately from difficult situations. I don't know about you, but in my experience, in my life, God didn't rescue me immediately from difficult circumstances. God doesn't seem to be in hurry to rescue us and put us into a comfortable situation. It seems to me that God's agenda is for us to know Him Then, for us to be in a comfortable situation. How can we know God? Let's look at verses 7 through 11. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And I want everybody to join me in reading, and I'll say 시작, which means begin in Korean. Then everybody will read together. Verses 8 through 11. 시작. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations He has brought on the earth. He makes words cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. How can we know God? How can we become a person who maintains unanxious presence, unmovable peace, unshakable joy? The answer is here, verse 10. Be still and know God. In original language, closest meaning is let go. Stop. Stop trying to be in control. Stop thinking that you can have a long-term plan. Stop being anxious. The German theologian and a the pastor, Bonhoeffer, said this, allow ourselves to be interrupted by God. Allow ourselves to be interrupted by God. How can we know God? When we stop, when we let go, and allow God to interrupt our plans. God's agenda is for us to move from self-sufficiency to God-dependency. Once again, God's agenda for us is to move from self-sufficiency to God-dependency. Many times I don't want that route. Because it's filled with uncertainties. What do we know about God when we be still? What do we find out about God when we stop? We find out that God will be exalted among the nations. God will be exalted in the earth. And be still here is a plural form. So it's not just be still, you as an individual. It means all of you, all the Americans, stop, be still. All the Syrians, all the Koreans, all of you, stop. I come from collective culture. In Korean translation of this verse, it's obvious that you is not singular form. That's why Psalmist is saying, Our God is our refuge. And our fortress. God is big. Can you say amen to that? God is big. God is bigger than Korea, which I didn't know until I left my country. God is bigger than Syria. God is bigger than USA. God is bigger than Republican. God is bigger than Democrats. God is way bigger. And God is in control. God is saying, all of you, stop. Be still. Then you will know. Turn off the social media. Be still. Then you will know that I am the God of all nations. I want us to be stay in silence about one minute and try to pay attention to God. Was God saying anything to you throughout this sermon? Did you hear his spirit whispering to you that many times we miss because we run so fast? What is God saying to you to stop? What is God saying to you to let go? Have you made God too small to the size of your body, to the size of your nation, to the size of your tribe? God is uncontainable. He's the Lord of the universe, God of all nations. Let us be still and know that he is way bigger than we can ever imagine.